Yo, Katie, tell them what they're about to listen to. No. Oh. All right, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Mr. O, a.k.a. Ogor, and I've got two of my friends on today's episode. Ben Cumberbatch. Ben Cumberbatch. Obviously not related to the Ben Cumberbatch. Ben Cumberbatch is a good friend. He's a designer. He's a creative, very talented brother. And John Donnell. I love that shit. Anyway, so John is a talented designer and a creative director. So John, Ben and I met at Sky years ago whilst I was a freelance designer there. And we've been friends ever since. Once I started putting the podcast together, I reached out to them and I said, guys, I'd love you guys to be on this podcast. I mean, we've got good banter, we share good laughs, we say some controversial stuff that people might agree and disagree with, and they're up for it. They jumped on it, boom, we came up with a topic that we always argue about, which is creativity and diversity in the UK creative industries. I know, it's a long title. I did my best. All right, it's time for some context. Here is the context. Just so you guys understand, the creative sector brings in a lot of money to the UK economy. It's a very important sector, and it's worth about £111.7 billion. This is as of 2018 in the gross value add. That's a nice healthy chunk of cheese. And it's more than the automotive, life sciences, aerospace, and oil and gas industries combined. Now, in terms of diversity, even though the black Asian ethnic minorities population in the UK is less than the white British ethnicity, the numbers of minorities expected to work in the creative sector are ridiculously low. Like so low, the government had to intervene by setting up a policy, um, a diversity charter to drive diversity across the industries. Now. There are different reasons for the low numbers, and sometimes it's best to hear them from professionals working within the industry. That's why I decided to bring Ben and John on board this episode to share their experiences and also discuss why they think the sector is struggling with diversity. I asked the brothers to be real with me, and they kept it 100. So, without further ado, here's my episode with John Don and Ben Cumberbatch. Welcome, guys, today to this episode. I've got these two amazing men, and we're gonna just have a quick intro. So, B, tell the world who you are, man. Okay, I'm I'm the original Ben Cumberbatch, um, Mr. B Creative. Um, I'm proud generalist designer, design director, and generally creative being. Is that it? I thought you're more than that, bro. Nah, that's me, man. That's, cool. that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Still, that's a lot, that's a lot for one man to have. To say, well, absolutely, that's a lot. That's a lot. I hear. I just, just, just teasing. Being just the teasing. father, the husband, and all that. That's what I'm stuff. saying, yeah. man. Your father, your husband. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to Bro, carry. Any one man to carry all of that. So I'm JD. Well, I'm John. John Dunn, director, creative director, design director, art director, general creative. Just a guy who loves to create and make people think. That's kind of my thing. Been in the industry, what, 18 years? Nearly 20 years. Uh, just been working in this thing for a long time. Seen a lot of different things. You nice, man, nice, man. Three black men doing our thing. Um, so let's mm-hmm. just talk about how we got into this industry. So let's start with you, B. Like, what's your journey been like? Just give us like a brief one-minute bio. Um, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones that can say I was... 12 years old in secondary school my art teacher said to me you should do graphic design i done graffiti as a kid so 
my sister, my older sister, she was studying graphics. So it kind of was quite easy for me to see a route that I was going to go down. Fortunately, I knew a few, I knew somebody that worked somewhere and I managed to get in that place as a runner. I was probably the longest serving runner ever, yeah. but it gave a very good grounding of seeing an, an overview of the industry and how you work in it, which... I mean, without getting too deep too quickly, I feel it's something sometimes that is missing today. You get too many people coming in at levels where they don't really see if you want or get an, an overall picture of how everything works. They know how their little part of it works. So, as I said, coming in as a runner and then moving through, you got you got a really good grounding and a really solid base to then give yourself a good career to take on to the future. Nice, nice, nice. So right now you're you're freelancing now. You're doing a thing. Yep, right now I'm freelancing for many different companies, agencies, um, commercial work, um, corporate work. And I mean, and I will always say, as much as a lot of people always look down on their corporate clients, but corporate work is the one thing that we generally know is consistent. Mm. What about you, JD? What's been your what's your journey? Oh, brother. Boy, I don't even know where to start, you know. It's been <laughs> so long. Um, studying, obviously, always helps. Studying from a degree, print, HMD, went on to do uh, a degree, two years, finish off that, um, in just graphics and graphic design and kind of conceptual thinking. Went on to uh, do a master's, and do uh, conceptual thinking. So it's more about answering briefs, but looking at areas and things where design wasn't necessarily uh, main focus, but actually how you could bring things to it and answer briefs and answer, it's problem solving. Yeah. Conceptual thinking and lateral thinking and always trying to think as opposed to just getting the end results so it was quite good went on from there got offered a job at sky as a designer in news and worked there for eight years team led um it was about 25 designers 30 designers in there while i was there got to team lead went on from there to the bbc worked at bbc news went on to virgin as a senior designer Worked there for a year, Sky bought them, went, uh, and then, yeah, after that, I chose to go freelance, um, and ever since then, I've been freelance. It's been about, what, eight, nine years, eight, nine years uh, of freelancing, and um, yeah, it's been good, because in that space, I've been to, I think I've worked in probably every area of design, that I can think of in terms of doing things for moving image and stuff, you know, from film to TV to, as Ben said, corporate to advertising. That's kind of been the journey so far, really. You know, it's been the nice, journey man. so nice, far. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Now, the way we the way we are in this industry, what I found interesting is, right? There aren't that many of us. There's, um, <laughs> and when I mean us, I mean yeah. people of color. Now, the big mm -hmm. question is why. You guys are like one of the fewest designers I know that are working mm -hmm. in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. And I can mm -hmm. say probably I yep. know maybe no more than two, three female black editors 
that I've come across right. in, in this game. So yeah. I don't know, it's, it's a tough one, but what do you guys think? Why do you think we're so few? <laughs> do you know, it's a, it's, I can't, I, personally, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll say what I think it is. And yeah. again, I, I'll, I'll say it with a caveat. I think it, a lot of it is to do with who you know. Okay. And uh, people bringing in friends. Yeah. So that person will bring in that friend. They go to the pub, sit down. They'll bring in another friend. That's how it seems to be. Like, so to, to, a certain, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. that's, hum- that's, that's human nature. That's what that's yeah, what I mean, that's, do. You, I mean, you, you're wrong with who you know. That's, that's, I was speaking to Ogo a little bit on this the other day, and yeah. I said, well, you, I, can, I can take it deeper than that. Yeah. You know, when I was in education, people of colour, in my, I, I was obviously, I'd done, I done a two-year course. Yeah. So I was, this is after college because my college was, was there was there was a few, fair few people on the course. But when I went to uni to do mm-hmm. my HND, I was there for two years. So I knew if you want the class that was above me when I got there and then obviously the class that was below me. Yeah. So out of that class, I think there might have been eight, black and Asians in the whole class mm. and uh, forgive me if I'm wrong I think it was a class of about 60 so then you're talking oh, wow. times that by 380 people yeah be eight yeah eight black or Asians so mm-hmm. I can't necessarily say that there isn't an avenue that there isn't an avenue for us to get in the industry but we know that there are and we know that there are problems with us getting in the industry and getting on in the industry but i think if you then look at it as an educational level and where people are actually coming from there there seems to be a discrepancy or an issue in that especially if i look then back at my college which was in west london which had a fair few different different types of people in there Mm. but i don't know what happens after that how why there is why people aren't seeming to transfer then into university education or higher education which then obviously would then bring them into the actual the industry sorry just on oh, just sorry. on one other thing because the thing that i did find when i thought about this a little bit deeper when olga was saying about it the other day was that we say it's not diverse, but into a, in a certain aspect, a certain aspect it is. Because if you think of the different nationalities that are in the industry, especially in London, you mm. do see if you want a diversity on that side of the of the equation. You I know, okay. but cases like like us, and uh, I mean, you know, I watch a lot of university, so you do. I do see Sakani Solomon on there. Um, I think Nick Hill, who was at Territories, Connie Solomon was. Uh, oh, oh man, it's just, it's just gone out my head where it was. And I think one of the organisers of it as well, of the Maxon booth, is another brother as well, because I know he's got a throw. But I do <laughs> find even that kind of strange, because I think if you want. Brother's got three a throw. That's a pass, yeah. He's got three, <laughs> people, three people. Three people. Three people. That are, if you want in the industry, but then when you go through and you see how many speakers are actually at these things, and then mm. you think, well, three people out mm. of an industry—that's you know—it's there. There does seem to be something. Okay, so are you talking of now? Are you talking of how long are we talking about? Because as I said, I, because I've been in this thing for such a long time, mm. it's been for me 
maybe now maybe there's more of an effort to try and put people forward and put people in front of people to make it seem like they are you know oh it is more diverse but i yeah. think you know when i think that when i first came into this industry especially when i started at sky there yeah. was hardly any brothers in there the brothers that were in there they were stuck in certain positions but not being given the same opportunities as people maybe that were you know uh of a different skin tone and it's just for me like there's things that i saw that i personally felt like there was barriers that were there and that basically you know even you saying at the beginning that you were probably the longest running runner like that for me just just rings true of like how because i've seen people become runners in weeks and move on move on very quickly you understand and mm. so for me when i hear those things i just think to myself well how is it that that you know you showed that you have the tenacity and the, the kind of the drive to stay you know whereas others would have fall, fallen off and said you know what i can't do this anymore because it's it's there's not there's not giving me enough money i'm I'll not be honest though and I, and i can be wholly completely honest in this I was paid more as a runner than than a lot of the junior designer jobs. Wow. That good. Well, that, that's that, and that was based on your relationship with certain individuals, right? Yes. Right. Yes. So, so you're one of the lucky ones because you got to meet someone who did put their neck out to try and help. You know, could see the hunger and the passion, knows how difficult it was, and decided to say, right, do you know what? Okay, let's pay this gentleman this so he can continue to stay on that path until he does get what it is he needs. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, without that, you probably dropped off. You would have dropped off. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't afford to stay, live that lifestyle on runner's pay for a long period of time. You need right. to be able to pay bills, man. Okay. Okay. Let, let yeah. me, so, so hold on. Let me let me ask now. So, all right. For, from my perspective, especially from the African side, right now, most African parents will not allow the kids to do the arts. Now it's changing. Maybe the last, I don't know, three four years, it's changing because you have, yeah. especially from Africa, you've got people that are actually making a good living from the arts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so for Africa, then you could say yes. It's more. Oh, it's it's it, is it a part that would really make you rich or not rich but would you make you really comfortable why don't you go into finance or medical yeah, no, I'll, do you I'll know what I mean is it that. the same yeah, I think it's not it's not just it's not just I think black generally black yeah. parents old school parents don't un, they don't necessarily know the living you can make in this industry yeah. Um, so yeah they're more less they're less susceptible to say right okay do you know what go and fulfill that path I mean yeah, yeah. one of the reasons it's strange you know to go back and think about what it is and that got me into the industry yeah. I, I used to want to be a baller you know and that's all I did play football mm. 24 mm. hours a day that's all mm. I did and my dad sat me down one day and he said to me what are you going to do if you don't make it and that mm. hit a nerve and I was like rah what mm. else am I good at and that's mm. what kind of made me start to look at what different avenues that I was good at do you know what I mean and art yeah. was one of those things yeah and that once I started doing it the passion just yeah. became it became ridiculous and it became like a drug to me you know so, and that that yeah. then but strangely yeah. sorry strange not going off at too much of a tangent go for it the thing i did also think about the other day was that 
right? If you take us, if you take us, especially black people as fashion forward people, we always have been. We always have taken, if you want, various brands and made them into something else, something that brand, those brands generally didn't know that they could be, and we've never really had recognition for that. Yeah. Now, if you look on it on that level, and I turned around and said, name some black British designers, clothes designers, fashion mm. designers. Mm. Your name one. I'll give you two, man. I'll give you two. I'm just joking, man. Go okay. on, bro. Come on. Go, go for it. I don't, go on. I don't think. I don't think. But your name, your name one. Then after that, you might be able to say, oh, but I know them trap star people, you know, of new people now. Yeah. But I think when you look at if you want, if you then start to take the creative world as a whole, there's definitely something awry or something amiss here, something that doesn't seem quite right. The pieces don't really seem to fit together properly. Because you know, you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't be able to, if you want, celebrate Oswald Bolting because mm. he's the only one out there. So it's like, wow, look, you know. And we've got an industry. Actually, I think I can name another one. But you know, we've got an industry thing, so we can get him down as the as, as that face, you know. Mm. And that's mm. kind of how it how it seems seems to be, you know. Mm. And it's as I said, you can see the same kind of thing in that industry there. That mm. you can, but then again, maybe it's also because the people over here are the same. It's coming through from the university side of things. So as I said, maybe well, it's, it's that's interesting more where the issues lie. When I was at university and I was leaving, just getting the degree, we had to present our portfolios before we left, right? For going out to work, and um, I remember going to talk to this guy. This like I think he was like the lead uh, head of design or whatever, and. Um, showed the work and he was like oh yeah you know you'll get a job in a company but basically doing kind of the mundane based type work is what he said to me and that will always sit in my head because i just thought to myself this man's judged everything that i've done and for me i smashed blasted projects yeah i got decent grades i got through it well you know i was consistent but he was able to just judge me based on his past in the industry and how the industry was. Well, was he, was he white or black? So was he, he was, white or black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a white, it was a white guy. It was a white guy. Okay, a white guy. All right. no, there wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't. There was one Asian guy who was basically like a lecturer there, but everybody else was white. Yeah. You understand? There wasn't many black lecturers. You don't get that much. I just remember leaving, thinking, did this man just tell me I'm just going to be like a little, like no one, just doing nothing in mm. this? industry do you know what i mean and i just thought to myself for him to have the confidence to say that um at that time remember we're talking nearly 20 years ago now yeah if not longer for him to have the confidence to say that he knew what the industry existed what the industry was and that yeah. generally was that there wasn't many people of color in it i have other you said you're great who, but your grades were good right you like you were smashing it you're, yeah, you're getting yeah, good I, grades yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did, just to give I it context very yeah. well. i did very well Mm. I, you know, like the thing that a lot of brothers and sisters dropped points on was the dissertation. Mm. I smashed that. Yeah. Two one in two one in the dissertation. Mm. Went on to do other things, presentation, all the presentation mm. work was delivered, presented presented it in ways that others were not. My portfolio was again something that I took I, I, I delivered my presentation in like a photography based style so it was mm. a very different presentation to what most of the other graphic design students were doing and, yeah. and because of that my stuff stood out 
Yeah. Okay. So when I took it, I expected a bit more, a bit more. Well, I'm not saying I expected him to kiss my ass or anything, but I just expected yeah. a bit, yeah. just a bit, just a bit more positivity, Got and it. that wasn't there. So it was quite interesting in that kind of expression and him feeling free enough to say that yeah. at that time. You know, mm. I just thought, hmm, there's, there's something not right. And you know, obviously going into corporations and seeing what you you know going for interviews in different departments and seeing and hearing oh you know you were close this time and but just got picked at the post by some some other individual and my fellow white colleagues saying rubbish like mm. nah you know mm. and actually bringing the color situation into it you mm. know like when you've got people of like white like white people saying that to you you know there's something that you can all see. Do you understand? So, say, even, say what even, to you? It's like basically saying, oh, John, it's because you're a confident black man. It's yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. where's that come from? Like, I haven't said anything to them about this in mm. terms of that's what I think it is. But I'm going for interviews and I'm getting that response from different individuals that I'm speaking to. So mm. it's something that people can see. Do you know what I mean? And this is another thing. People can see. It. And the only way, in my estimation, that it changes is when people step up but you see what happens is it's food in everybody's plate and that's why it, that's why it won't change it won't change because it's food on mm. everybody's table mm. and if you start to speak up on things mm. the food in your plate stops do you understand because you now may not get the jobs that you are used to getting so that's yeah, one of the reasons why i think it is it's the way it is do you also feel that you know people often don't know how to relate to you properly and don't know how to address you properly? Being that your background, being that your background is different and yeah. it's, it's obviously different. I mean, a lot of us, it's even different. On uh, we obviously we we may talk slightly different, yeah. we might walk slightly different, we definitely will dress the slightly different. <laughs> yeah. So I think from from that aspect. You know, a lot of people find it difficult to be able to understand I, I where you're coming from I and relate that. to how you're coming yeah. from and even to relate to how you deliver certain things, which I, I think sometimes is, you know, if you're in a room of people and there's somebody that looks like you, generally you're drawn to that person that looks like you. So if you're if you go to a, for a job interview and the, the boss of that job comes from Yorkshire and there's you and another gut bloke that comes from Yorkshire, they're instantly going to have some form of affinity. Who knows? They might not like each other, but there's instantly some form of connection between yeah. those two. Which if I you understand that. as a parent between you and that person. Mm -hmm. So, so I, wait, I, yeah, are, are, are we wait? Are we now saying there's no there's no place for merit in the industry because? Fine, no, it's easy. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Not what I'm saying. At all. Because <laughs> well, I, I think I think what B, B saying is 100 percent right, and that's what. No, I get that. Here, yeah, yeah. As it's as as we as we are today, that's exactly what exists. You know, friend, as I said at the beginning, you know, people, you know, people, you know, people. That's basically what you tend to get. So, so what do you what do you think is the solution, man? Because right now it's like it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, oh. a spiraling pit, pit in this pit. Yeah. Do you know what? 
if I had the solution, but I would. You know, it's a hard. It's a you hard ain't got the situation. answers, Jamie. You don't have the answers. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, but I, I think to a certain extent, we might be sort of seeing the solution because obviously, yeah. to a certain extent, we're seeing, you know, with the with as, as we've already spoken about with the digital with the digital revolution, yeah. we're seeing a lot of things that almost direct to customer. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you are seeing a bit of a swing. You are seeing a swing with a few more directors and people of the, of that elk seem to be coming through a lot more and that seems to be getting a little bit more diverse than it was and as you said it's because people can just go and do it now yeah i, I think yeah, honestly yeah, yeah, man because yeah. right now social media I'm, i don't i don't i didn't want to say social media the internet has has leveled the playing field i don't know if you guys saw this quickly yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah when you say it's leveled the playing field in terms of people being exposed but in terms of financial financial kind of reward it's not it's definitely not okay yeah, people um, are not receiving the financial benefits that you can benefit when you're in a corporation running x y and z yeah you can you can get the exposure wise it's great yeah, yeah. yes giving you that but it's not giving you financial kind of security so so the reason why i say it's level the playing field is not just exposure but in terms of branding for example yeah. now well, if you are if you're and, and that, that goes back to my whole thing about being an artist as against just yeah. labeling yourself a certain thing based on a certain skill set right in the creative industry because mm -hmm. you know the creative industry is like it's huge man it's like an architect you're a musician all that shit it's like it's big so i'm just saying yeah, if you yeah. if yeah if the world knows you and you have you have an audience mm -hmm. automatically that puts you in a space where you don't need to you're not beholden to one institute one company or one you know you're mm -hmm. now a huge commodity like people want you from different levels so it's less yeah. about your skin color at that stage because it's more like we need to we need to we need to be with this guy or girl yeah. so that we can look cool yeah. you know you're one of the hot yeah, but things like out anything. there that's like if you're that's like if you're an introvert that doesn't know how to talk but you're really good at what you what you do if you're really but good at what you yeah, do yeah that's what i'm saying but the internet doesn't amplify looking, that though hasn't it it has amplified the opportunity to yeah. be that so now the work, yes, the, the work. You're talking that if you want, just sorry, go on, go on. No, no, no. The reason I'm saying that is at the end of the day, it's looking at the solutions, right? Now, now, obviously, the creative, um, what do you call it, the Creative Industries Council in the UK here, they've done the whole diversity charter, right? They could, they, they, they will tell anybody like, oh, we're already on it. Um, Eon Productions is doing it. Like every top TV channel has a diversity boss that's championing diversity so we're on it we're, we're by the end of the day the solutions are quite small in the sense that they're just having openings uh, apprenticeships for people of color and it's quite small and how long will it take for that to filter through the system how long will it take for people of color to get to the top or the decision making it's going to take a long time for all this things to happen um so it's almost like what can what could be the quick solution in the next five years and i'm just saying look we've got the internet if everyone could put their work there, be more entrepreneurial, then maybe there'll be a slight shift. So it's almost like you put yourself in a situation where you're high value and people can come to you. It's against the other way around. Because it's going to take a long time. You're looking at someone being the CEO of BBC Studios and the person is a, is a person of color. 
to champion certain things or big um, studio execs in Hollywood being people of color to champion certain stories. It's um, it's a long way to go. That's that's I don't know. That's the way I see it, you know. And and if you look at where the the, the change is happening for people of color, it's mainly people who are like, for example, there's a guy. Uh, um, B, you might know this guy though, P- Pia Merce. Uh, is a black designer, and he's like independent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, independent black dude. Done it his way. Everything, social media, and and all of that. I just feel that's the only way. Like. Jump on the internet, milk it, be entrepreneurial, and move it as a personal color. Yeah, but I mean, yes, that is the only. But it's, it's to me, it's very unfortunate that that has to be the only way because I think going back to something that John said, that's not the only way for everybody. Mm. You know, it's, it's that wave of people that don't have that as the only way. But it seems to be that people like us, and I will say, people like us that is the way that you generally have to go. Yeah. And I mean, like you've just said, you know, there's always going to be a problem when you look at you look at a senior management pool and there's not one person that yeah. looks, talks like you, walks like you or anything yeah. is like you. Yeah. You I mean, know? And I feel that you will go into the majority of places that you generally go into, you will always be hit with the cool tag or the urban tag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing that frustrates me yeah. the thing that frustrates me about this is like when I and it's probably a bit of naivety mm. coming into the creative industry you think oh yeah you know forward thinking they think different they're not about oh you know um, just thinking one way because this is what you're taught you're taught about how to be think different you know and and to be that so you think the minds of the people in the industry are like that but actually what you find is it's, i think is the actual opposite it's two things we need to look at right if you look yeah. at an ad agency they've pitched against so many other ad agencies and they don't mm-hmm. want to lose the account and they want to make mm-hmm. sure that whatever they do is so safe so that at least they've they've got money to feed their families and all of that. So no one yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I don't think, yeah, because yeah, we're serving as a creative industry. Most times our bread and butter is not passion project, it's work we're doing for paying customers. Client. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. so, so most, most people don't want to take that risk. And But mm-hmm. having said that, I feel it comes back to this artist mentality. It's almost like, and I feel the real artist, the reason why we, 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 we attribute that word artist to musicians is because they are the ones that are practicing true artistry because they're like, I'm going to make music for my fans and I'm going to try that style and this style and this style and this style. I think you've got two sides to that as well, though. That's definitely not true, man. Yeah, I don't think it's like that for all of us. I think there are some... Even if you... It's manufactured artists, isn't it? It's not even just manufactured I'm not not even talking about... I'm not talking about... Look, okay, let me, let me, hold on, let me, look, let me. Look, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, look, look. On a, no, I want to put you, this in perspective so you understand where I'm coming from. I'm not talking about, when I mean artists, I'm talking of the people that made music what it is. I'm talking of the Michael Jackson. I'm talking of the people that stuck Motown, right? I'm not talking of the new, I'm not talking of five years, ten years ago. I'm talking of Motown. I'm talking of those group of artists, those people that were th- the true artists. So yeah, anything happening even, now, even those- go on. Even those people went went through certain things, bro. I mean, if you check the if you check the Wu Tang um, series on Hulu, mm. 
you know, it showed when the RZA came out as Prince Rakim and how when he got to the video shoot, they was basically, no, you wear this and you wear that and you act like this. And he was like, no, nah, I wear I wear hoodies. I don't wear, I don't dress like this. But then it's like, no, well, this is going to be your your lead single and this is how you're going to do it. And da, 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 da. So then you're pushed into, into if you want creating something for the audience that the, that the label decide, right, this is who we're going to market you towards. You, you can't, you, obviously, you're going to have machines in place that's for sure but i'm talking about in terms of how they work as musicians right or, or singers or whatever it is they are creating work and they'll get to that level where they're they're bothering less about the machine for example you have people like ed sheeran right ed sheeran ed sheeran boskin is the same ed sheeran you see on stage the same ed sheeran you see in the studio there's just no difference it's those artists who would be able to be themselves regardless of the machine because that's just that's what they are they're artists they have those that would have to dance to the machine and they don't have longevity right so i'm talking about the artists who over time you've seen consistency and you're like this person is an artist this is who they are this is what they are now people that dance to the machine people that labels and marketing department stylists they dictate that's kind of like where most of us are kind of like more molding ourselves to in our industries because we're not thinking out the box we're just saying okay we're hired to do this, this and that. We're trying to get in. We're trying to slip into that company. We're trying to move up, blah, 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 blah. But if we function like Michael Jackson's or the, um, or, or, do you know what I mean? Or the Ted Riley's or these people that decided to go create or the Timberlands that decided to go creative out of this world, have a signature and just make stuff that's, that's amazing and consistently. I think we'll start that's to- you, That's you, that's you. That's, that's, that's what, I understand what you're saying. But you understand you have what I'm to saying? have your own- you have to have your own signature to basically progress in the ways that you might want to, to but, get but, that scene. But, but having said that, yeah, yeah. But having mm. said what, but but going back to what you're saying, it unfortunately it's more something people of color have to do. I, you know, I get it, I get it. But I'm just looking at, I'm just looking for us. Like, what's the solution? Because if we keep, if we keep saying there's no way for us, or no, 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 not no way. If we keep saying this it's yeah we we do get the lucky ones every now and again like we're all lucky we got into the industry we're, we're, we're surviving with freedom of our family from no, it but, I, but I, the other people you know bro i would never going. say i'm lucky you know, i work like a son of a gun to get into this yeah, man. you understand what i'm saying so, so it's just not it's not there's no luck what are you no trying to say in, i've had no luck in this game yeah i jumped i jumped for a few <laughs> more i jumped for a few more hoops than my colleagues and oh, i saw it right man. there and there in front of me I've, I work hard. I'm saying it compared to other people of color. So are you trying to tell me that you are the we're the most talented designers in terms of people of color? There are other people no, who would love to be doing this for a living, but like, but it, but just I'd they just couldn't hold that. up I at the beginning. It, but I might. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Let's be honest. That, there are people. Okay, Jay. Jay, when you were speaking initially, right at the, at the beginning of this episode, you said something about people who had tried to get into the industry, right? They were they came in yeah. as runners and yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know one or two that were super talented right they came into the industry mm -hmm. but they couldn't hold up because hey they were not getting paid properly and these are people yeah. of color and now they're doing other things they're probably bankers yeah. or whatever it yeah. is that they're doing do you know what i mean so you can say <laughs> <Red> man. i i'm <laughs> hey man you know we're trying to you know but but i'm saying I've, I've got friends who are i've got friends i've got friends who are like really good photographers amazing photographers mm. man great with the kits but they can't you know they there's no way they could have done what i'm doing because it just it just couldn't happen it's just 
you know, they couldn't wait long enough or whatever, man. Life just didn't give them that card or whatever. So that's why that's where the lock comes in because we stuck to it and you know we're here and we're living, we're surviving, we're we're, we're eating from it. Um, this is what I'm saying like I've I've got a, a whole load of brothers because I went hmm. to college and school in certain areas. Yeah. Understand? And a lot of those guys wanted to they did art and they did art very well. Yeah. yeah they do the comic characters. They could just look at something and draw it. Do you understand? Mm. And it would be amazing. And I used to think to myself, man, that man is good, you know. But mm-hmm. what I had over all of those guys is the perseverance. And that's Definitely. what they didn't have. Understand? My perseverance outshadowed every one of them. But there was there was there was there was so much talent around me. And that inspired me. But when it came to delivering projects, and this is one of the things that I think some of us brothers do fall down on. Like when it comes to delivering, we're not delivering. Mm. We're not delivering. Well, in terms of in terms of meeting delivering. deadlines or presentation. Yeah, meeting deadlines, presentation, yeah. all of we're not doing that. We're not delivering. Yeah. When we go there, it's like, yeah, we've got some bits, but mm. they're not they're not put together the way it should be put together. Yeah, but then as I said, is this is this could this be on as it goes back to it being on an educational level of being able to be shown right? Okay, well this is how you present, or this is how you do X, Y, and Z, rather than just a lot yes, of us always yes, seem, yes, a lot of us always seem to come through with raw talent. Okay, so so now it sounds like it could be you know this young black brother's fault because he's not smart enough to figure out that his presentation is weak. No, no. Would you, would you say that? Mm. I think there's some. I think there's some. I think there are some like that. I yeah, think yeah. there are some like. Okay, I've got another. I've got another. Another thing to throw into this. You know what I mean? Not to take it too far out. Go for it. Do you think our culture? And I'm not saying this is in as in black coat, as in skin color, or or you know, being West Indian or African. I mean, as in if you want, like a for sake of a better word, say hip hop culture or reggae culture. Do you feel that that if you want how it's displayed by the media and what people then see of us on TV almost turns us into caricatures. So then when you step into places, you're almost this caricature of something that they see on television. Um, I don't, you know, okay. I, I, can, I can remember being being in certain environments and in certain places where people have almost related to me like, you know, your 50 Cent or your NWA or something, you know, that kind of <laughs> that kind of vibe. Yeah. It's like, well, because obviously the images that you're being that you're seeing of yeah. anybody mm. with any type of element of me in them is that. Mm. Mm then if you want that in itself, then sort of works against if you want us as people and then us getting on because the images that are portrayed, they're seeing, they're picking up the CDs, they're seeing that on TV, it's in their front room, their kids are listening to it and seeing it and da-da-da-da-da. And then they've got somebody that walks in their office, has a slight resemblance and kind of there you go. Yeah, I mean, a lot of what we do is based on stereotypes. A lot of what people produce, especially in the advertising, is based mm. on stereotypes. Stereotypes are deep-seated. They've been there for years. You know, I, I went as deep. This is a deep one. Well, let me let me let me interject and ask another. I'm putting another point and sort of ask a question. Mm. So, Ogo, as a black African immigrant, you know. <laughs> I mean, coming over here, coming over here. Yeah, well, how, did you, how did you get over here, OG? That boat was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. 
Um, right. But, but obviously, coming over here and, you know, getting freelance work, I find, is quite easy. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you have, if you go for an agency, the agency sends you to a place. Yeah. So you turn up there and it's like, well, I'm here. Yeah. So I'm working. Yeah. So that's not really, I mean, I'm, so it's a twofold question. Mm. Have you, when you turn up to places, do you notice a difference in how you're treated? Mm. And then also, obviously, I know probably at certain points in your career, you've more than likely tried to go full-time or might have applied for full-time positions at various companies. Have you seen anything different in when you've actually then tried to become a full-time employee? You know, and any anything with how you've then been treated or how you've been received in that aspect. Well, the the, the truth of the matter is, I remember when I I, I sent my CV around because I tried to get full time and more freelance gigs. I've tried at, at a certain time much earlier, and I stopped. So I sent a CV in. <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the company. I would have loved to say it. I sent my CV in. I got a response from them. The response was very very simple. It says, "We're only looking for." Um, people based in the UK <laughs> and I said to them my CV clearly states my address then I was in Chingford right I didn't hear from them so and obviously you know my full name is Ogo Denifei Upwe and it was bold on the CV at the, at the top um, and I got similar responses like that moving forward you know I never changed my name man I just wow got some letters out of it and just put all go on. You know, I've never changed my name. We have to remember, we are not the majority. So, you know, we're not going to have as many as. But when you don't see any, that's the part of the problem. You know, when you don't see many, that's a part of the problem. Yeah, because... You know, because that's one of the things I ever wanted to point out. Like, England doesn't have that many black people. So when you spread across the creative industries, you, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily see that many. Um, so I'm just saying is the ratio of the black people or the people of yeah, colour yeah, yeah, justified yeah, yeah. when yeah. we see them? Is it? Does it I, make sense? You know what I mean? I agree. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Because I'd love to know what the statistics are mm. to that. I always love to know what the numbers are. Before. Well, it's it's interesting, man. Because I, I don't know what a new census is, but I mean, the last census was in 2011, and it's like they said it was 85%, 85.4% of England is white, 7.8% Asian, 3.5% black. So I don't know what it is now. It's like nine years later. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've, I've just remembered, and this is actually something major that we've sort of missed out. Was it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Guardian in 2015 or something hmm. said something about broadcast and the disparity with black and Asian people in broadcast in particular? That's that, that I mean, they was actually specifically talking about the broadcasters as in itv bbc harry enfield did a piece where yeah he's done, he done, he done a sketch yeah. which, yeah, yeah. which was actually yeah, yeah. but they had they had something because if you want it actually went into the government because they said something about it in the house of commons yeah. because then that's when the whole you know diversity thing all flowed yeah. back through because yeah. suddenly people like oh my god yes we yeah. are Playing black people, so yeah. oh shit, we better employ some black people now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that is that is that is definitely. Actually, no, it was two thousand. It was two thousand and sixteen because it? it was just after we left. Because I remember when it came out and people said, "Well, 
hang on, though, you just got rid of most of the black people that was in the department. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, I mean, at the end of the day, though, but that's that's coming from that's coming from someone that's coming from a very different voice that has a, that has looked at it and said that yes, there is definitely a problem that people aren't making up. It's not a chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. There's definitely an issue. Well, guys, man. Oh, it is, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Well. Look, we need to wrap up. Uh, it's 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 been it's been yeah, real, yeah. man. It's been real, and this we've we've raised some interesting points, and I can't wait for the next one because the next one I've, I've got a good topic we could talk about. I think we've raised some good points, man, and um, yeah, I'm sure the listeners will love this one. Well, hopefully, 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 <laughs> hopefully, 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 I won't get blacklisted. <laughs> no more work. No more work with JD, like, man. Oh, no, He's a troublemaker. Don't bring him in. Nah, it's all right. I'm <laughs> sure. Bye, right. right, brothers. Good talks. Oh, man. man thank thanks, you. Guys. Peace, guys. Easy. Easy. Guys, thank you for staying till the end of this episode. I appreciate that. That's the end of the chat with John Dunn and Ben Cumberbatch. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I hope there's stuff you can take away from it. Guys, listen, if you have any comments, please send me feedback. Like, hit me up. Send me feedback. You can drop it anywhere on my handles um, at O-G-O-D-I-N-I-F-E I'm across Twitter, Instagram Facebook, you can find me on Facebook as well, you can hit me up what you think about this episode, all is not doom and gloom guys, so if you're interested in getting into the creative industry um, there are different apprenticeship schemes the Creative Industries Council CIC has a page with different schemes on advertising film and TV, music and all of that so you can find out all the schemes that could be relevant to you and also information about this whole diversity and inclusion conversation. So for more information and schemes and apprenticeships, check the show notes. They're quite a long list of them. So I hope um, the experiences here have not discouraged anyone who's young and uh, that is a person of color um, in regards to coming into the industry. It's um, These are different experiences we've had over time. It's been a great industry to be a part of giving you the flexibility of being independent, being entrepreneurial, meeting amazing people, working on amazing um, projects that people in other industries can only be jealous of, and also doing what you love, all right? And and making a good living off it, very, very good living off it. All you have to do is come in, focus, hone your craft, be the best you can, take charge of your dreams and your destiny. Don't blame anyone or the whole system for where you are, right? And you'll be fine. Before I go, I'm going to drop a quick quote for you guys. Um, This is from a man called Bruce Garabrandt. It says, creativity doesn't wait for that perfect moment. It fashions its own perfect moments out of ordinary ones. Now, we're in a lockdown and there's a lot of people that are struggling with um, things to do. It could be you could have work like paid employment or you don't have paid employment. I'm just saying you can create things if you've got kids you could fashion out ideas you can do with your kids if you don't have kids and you've got a loved one with you your partner you can fashion out things you can do with your loved one or your partner i mean there's so much stuff out there that you can create just to keep yourself you know excited and and and, and alive and um and if you're alone man you could do different things you can write you could if you paint you can paint you could write a song you could read some more books you could start to think about you know there's so many things you can do a philosophy of life listen man you're just i'm just throwing ideas out there I'm just trying to be creative by the end of the day let's stay creative let's stay happy let's stay positive and i'll see you in the next episode on the old